Welcome everyone to the social van Feeling Kyle sick of the bullshit So here they are, Reppin' C Plus Ready to turn every podcast to dust So sit down and shut the fuck up Cause when and now, fuck your couch Welcome everybody to the social van yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kyle Martinez Bahi And this is Philip Magana <laughs> I'm sorry, I had make you, you had to make fucking fun of me, didn't you? You really had to make fucking fun of me <laughs> yes, Alright, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Social Vent Reboot Podcast What's where happening? I, apparently we have dicks in the fucking studio Yeah, he's gonna sit right next to one <laughs> God, man <laughs> Brought bitch. to you by C Plus Studios And let's just jump on in to the Double Barrel News Yes, let's do this one, god damn right, it I'm gonna let Phil lead with this I want Phil to talk about it Mr. James Gunn First, I want to say, fuck 45 and his cohorts. You'll go after someone who you guys try to find anything. You guys went deep. I'm not going to lie. You guys went deep. You dug up some so-called old dirt on someone who was actually, to me, contributing to the fucking world as opposed to your Mr. 45. Fuck y'all. That's all I got to say is fuck y'all. Old ass tweets because he was making some, yeah, bad jokes, maybe bad outtakes. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. 45. I finally got this in my head after all this time. <laughs> it just popped in my head right now. Okay, do, do, do me a favor. Just headbang the wall for me. I, I am. I just, because every time we talk about it in our conversation, I'm like, 45, what's the tw-? Numbers and shit like I re- that. I and then I'm thinking about him. like, oh, we can just the 45th. Okay. Yeah, he's a 45th. Right, now back on James Gunn. Okay, yeah. <laughs> wow. God damn, y'all. I swear, this boy, his his blonde hair shows more and more every Motherfucker, day. it's them Colt 45s, oh, man. Is that what it is? It's, no, it's actually Lumberyard now. Oh, shit. Down logger. Down logger. Yeah. Okay, well, that's, well, that's a good excuse. That's a good <laughs> excuse. Good day. I, I switched up beers, apparently. So, But I'm just saying, 10 years ago, this tweet happened. Ten years ago. And he he had to like ten years ago and they brought that back up on him. I think Disney didn't handle this correctly. Um, We've had the same problem like with Roseanne. I understand what Roseanne did. I still think it was a really bad, stupid joke, but for this automatic action of fucking fired and this and that, it's unnecessary. Not even giving James Gunn the opportunity to be like, hey, I did write this. Hey, and by the way, I did apologize about this six fucking years ago. So, but apparently, in America, in America, America, you're still fucking guilty, no matter what you do. And you know now, and and that's that's my biggest problem is just like you, you they the Disney can't back up him and be like, hey, you know. He said this 10 years ago. Maybe we should look into it more. Maybe we should do this. It's automatically we need to be PC as can be in the quick fucking blink. And that's just uh, that's what's destroying careers right now. And I even put up a tweet saying, hey, celebrities, you better go back 10 years now. You got to go erase your shit. Go erase your shit and see what you said. You know, and it's just, oh, God, it's, it's just pitiful. Fucking, it's pitiful. It, Me personally. Okay. The folks who, all the geek boys and geek girls who put your put your collective minds together to make solo, you know, flop, do the same goddamn thing now. Just overall to Guardians, to of Guardians of the Galaxy. Now here's your da- here's your cause. Say no to Guardians of the Galaxy three because I know I'm not going to go fucking watch it. The the heart and soul of that movie is gone. Dave Batista, by the way, eh, boy, you got this shit. You went on and you're defending them. 
Thank yeah, you. Thank you, know, you very and, much. And, you know, it. I hope the cast stands up, too. Maybe maybe this can be fixed. You know what I mean? Maybe there's some time to be like, okay, Kevin Feige walks in. He's like, yo, 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 yo. Disney fired him. We didn't. We didn't. So maybe that could happen. I don't know. But it makes me really, really sad because I know Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. This this movie, these three movies in general were his fucking baby. Look at all the love he put into the first movie. And look all the love he put into that second movie, which yes. I love so much. I cry so hard about Yondu. Oh, my God. I just... Yeah, fuck you, Disney. That's <laughs> all it comes down to. You look and your, right there and say it. Oh, fuck you, Disney. I'm telling you right now, you punk ass. I'm pointing at you like I'm a fucking wrestler. That's what I'm saying to you. You know, because you're going to feel me, brother. You're going to feel me on the fucking camera. Jesus Christ, fuck you, Disney. And them punk ass mouse ears. <laughs> but, God damn, that's a very <laughs> Cut a promo. That's right. Shit. <laughs> All right, well, you know, the main portion of the show is as uh, we're going to go into... Um, it's already done. We talked to the amazing Congo Kong. Yahoo. Ha, do it, Phil. Do it, Congo Phil. Kong. Yahoo. Congo Kong. Yahoo. Congo Kong. Yahoo. Boom. Ooh, man. He loved mm. it, too. Remember, he was all like, oh, shit, a little bit of Black <laughs> Panther yeah. love. That's right. Did you see that Chadwick? Uh, what's his name? Chadwick? Uh, Chadwick Bosman. Bosman. He's getting mm. tired of it now. <laughs> yeah, he said he's tired of it. He says he's be tired of it. No, I I get it, but you know, it, it's just like uh, it's anybody with something. It's like somebody walking up to you with a Ric Flair and automatically, woo! But for Rick, you know, he likes that. It makes his dick fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> he likes when he gets recognition like that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so, I'm the man. <laughs> I'm the man. <laughs> but, but all right, here everybody, we're gonna go into Congo Kong's interview. Enjoy it, love it. He even talks about my favorite personal thing, which is written on my arm: the Juggalo World, which he came from. And he, right here, everybody right there, the Juggalo, that's where he came from, from the Juggalo world. And you want to know something fucking cool before we get in? Spoiler. He got his name from Violent J. Mm-hmm. Violent J gave Congo Kong his name in JCW. You don't know what JCW is? Look it up. Juggalo Championship. No longer Championship Wrestling. Championship Wrestling. But yes, <laughs> they just had their uh, event last night uh, for... Um, Bloody Mania at JCW for the Gathering of the Juggalos nice. right now. So we're going to go right on in to the Congo Kong interview now. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's, what's up, on, brother? Sir? Thank you for taking the time to uh, give uh, to talk to us. <laughs> yes, thank you. Appreciate it. Hell yeah, brother. We wanted to reach out just because uh, I'm a huge fan of yours and um, just wanted to show some love. And, uh, you know, I just had some questions for you, uh, like... Because the way way I became a fan of you is through um, JCW. Uh, you know, I, I became a huge fan because I'm a, I'm a juggalo and uh and you know the bloody manias and stuff like that. Then I started like following your career. Then I know you did a podcast with uh, Colt Cabana, correct? Right. Yeah, that's where I really became a fan because like holy shit. So I started digging and digging and digging and finding all this stuff. And now you're on Impact and stuff like that. That's, that that's awesome, homie. Like how, how you know? And I I've always wanted to know how did this character come about. I was actually, it was actually my first show with JC, and I was standing in the locker room, and uh, they were kind of going over what was supposed to happen on the show. And everybody, you know, had their matches planned out or whatever, and um, when it came, uh, it, there was a, a full-way tag match, and uh, the way they decided to introduce me was I was going to go out and uh, just, you know, 
lay waste to these four tag teams or whatever, which is fine, but like they didn't tell me that they were going to change my name pretty much and give me a new gimmick. I knew from talking uh, with uh, Vito Tomaselli beforehand that Violent Day loved the idea of me painting my face. But, you know, during that meeting, they, uh, they, they're talking about that four-way match, and uh, they say, uh, well, Kong Kong's going to come out at the end of the match and destroy everybody. And looking around, like, I know most of these guys in there, and, you know, nobody's saying Kong Kong. Everybody goes by. <laughs> So what's going on? And then, like, as I'm looking around for who Congo Kong is, uh, the guy looks at me and says, you're Congo Kong. That's your new gimmick, by the way. You can use it wherever you want. And so, again, my career as Congo Kong, man. Painted <laughs> yeah, my face. And realistic, really, the playoff of uh, uh, another gimmick that I had done before called Shamari, which is uh, basically a savage between Umaga and Kamala. Which is a lot. I was a lot more them than I was me today. If that makes any sense. Yes, it does. It does. But uh, yeah, that that's pretty how it came about. You know, and, uh, I have JCW to thank for all that. That they, they pretty much helped me get started. They only get noticed. That's what it was. I mean, for years, you know, before then, like I, I think I was in the business ten years before then, and uh, you know, I'd always done a lot of the same things, really the same character, but there was nothing about me that stood out, I guess, as a big man, and so, you know, you get lost in the shuffle, you know, along with the rest of the guys that are trying to trying to establish themselves and make a name for themselves, and ironically, there really weren't a whole lot of people uh, using face paint at the time, and that was just something that helped me get noticed, I think. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, because that you know that's how I came across you from the Juggalo world and whatnot. And I know that you're still with uh, wrestling for JCW, and I know you're going to the gathering this Sunday, this weekend, right? Yes, uh, Friday night actually. I'll be defending uh, the title again against Shane Mercer. Oh, nice. How how's the gathering for you as a wrestler? Because I I've been to one show. I went back to the gathering in 2006, I believe, if I remember right. And I just remember the environment so different than uh, actual pro wrestling show. Was that in at Cave and Rock? Uh, I believe so. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, that's where I was first introduced to a gathering. And since we left, then it's kind of kind of changed a little bit. Like while we were there, it was just like this whole alternate universe, and we were secluded from everyone and everything. And like I don't know, it was it was weird. Like fans. You know, through stuff at at, uh, at the wrestlers, we get told to with all kinds of crap there. Uh, especially, you know, the the bad guys or the heels. And then uh, they moved it to Thornville, Ohio, where it is this year. And it just seemed like it's more tailored for wrestling fans, I guess. That's cool. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a little it's a little different. It's a lot. Well, yeah, it's different than what it was. And you know, I think they uh, they finally started to. Uh, try to make a serious run of their product because they would use some of the top talent and then they would go out and call it, call it, uh, Juggalo Championship Wrestling. And, and oh, damn. <laughs> how, how are you supposed to, uh, ever make any money when nobody can take you serious, you know? Oh, I remember those days, the Juggalo Championship Wrestling. I had the first three volumes on VHS of them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, now I know they're much more serious about it because I, you know, they got Colt Cabana going there as an officer Cabana. So Impact lets you go do these shows. Uh, yeah, uh, my contract with Impact is basically they take priority over any other booking that I have, but I can go 
pretty much wherever I want to other than uh, other major television companies like ROH or WWE. Obviously. With that, uh, didn't you just win the title, if, if I'm correct? Win which title? Uh, I, I don't It's for a different promotion, correct? I'm trying to remember. There, there's a certain. I remember seeing on your Instagram, you just won a title. I think it was uh, the BCW Can Am. Okay, yeah, I won that uh, a couple years ago now. And then there was the Heroes and Legends title since then. There was two Stone Championship wrestling from Philadelphia since then, and also. Uh, um... <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're looking at your record right now. You 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 got quite a bit. <laughs> strong strong style wrestling, pure pro wrestling. Man, you got you got a list of accomplishments, bro. Man, that's a lot. Oh, <laughs> um, new wave. That's what it was. I knew it knew something. I, I I couldn't figure out exactly which one it was because I'm looking for a couple of that. Yeah, because I remember yeah, seeing through your Instagram and I was like, oh shit, that's awesome. But looking at your record now, I'm like, oh wow. He's he's got some belts. Yes, he does. He got some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's I've I've had a pretty fortunate career, you know, a good run. Like I, even if I never make it to the big show, I think I've done pretty well, and I could almost consider myself like a modern day Vader as far as like some of my accomplishments and places I've been and things I've done, things of that nature. I haven't gone to Japan yet, but to me, that's that's one of the two big shows, you know, New Japan and then WWE, obviously. But I've traveled the world and and won, you know, turned on different continents and things like that. Just you know, just looking to to to, to keep keep at it for as long as I possibly can. For sure. And, you know, you, like you said, WWE is the goal. And I know New Japan. And is it, uh, from your perspective, how the independent scene is changing beyond belief. Independent wrestling is becoming huge to where you not many people like Young Bucks and Cody who don't even need the WWE at this point. Would you rather get to that level where you're cool with it? Or do you still want WWE in your future? Um, I want WWE to say that I've been there, but, you know, to make the money that the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes make, you know, without the WWE, I'd love to be in that position as well. Man, this is, you have a list of accomplishments, man. You, <laughs> you, you're well traveled. You've had almost every major independent belt. I see the, I see the haters making their little comments on here, but there's more good. Well, you have one, two, three haters on here, but you also have like 20 people saying, Hey, not since here's this one. Not since Rikishi has a 400 plus pound man been so incredible in the ring. This man is incredible. Oh, sorry. This man is capable of things I've never seen a giant wrestler do. Tornado DDTs, her Corona reversals, and a sick diving splash where he rolls off the down opponent immediately on impact. I got to see that. I know. I know. I know you got YouTube video. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go see that. <laughs> if you, uh, if you uh, look up me and Brian Cage, you can see a lot of these moves that that they're describing in that. Okay. If you type it in on Google, and then the link is on uh, Daily Motion for the full match, and you can see most of those most of those moves in that match. Yeah, there's always going to be haters. I'm learning that, you know, no matter what I do, it's never going to be good enough uh, for certain people, and that's fine. You know, and I, I've learned that, you know, I'm not going to ever look good enough for certain people. You know, my body type is not going to be the type of body, the type of man that they go after, apparently. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't get that. Like, why, why make the comments about how I look when pro wrestling was built off the backs of guys who had similar boots? And, you know, they, I, I get it. They want their muscle heroes and, and whatnot, but, you know, I'm just not that. And so it's either you like me or you don't. 
you know, whatever, go about your daily business, watch the show or don't. Exactly. Um, I'm still going to be there. There's no reason for me to change my way like that. I, I, I get a kick out of some of the comments that I get, and it's like, okay, uh, are you a guy who's into guys? And I'm just not your type. <laughs> Like, you're not in the bear community, so get out. Why are we, why are we having this discussion right now about my, my, my body shape and my, my looks or whatever? You know, it just, it, it just makes no sense. They want you, bro. They secretly want you. Yeah, I secretly want you, but oh, wait, I said that out loud. Boy. <laughs> well, you know, for me personally, you know, what I really like about your size and this and that is like... I, I aspire to more guys like that because, you know, I, I, I'm a chubby kid and I, I admire body types like that because I'm like, oh, man, you can do this. You know, somebody who's a kid growing up, they've been fat all their life, and, you know, something of that nature. And then you see like a Dusty Road, you see Congo Khan, you see a Kevin Owens and whatnot. And you're like, oh, it's not all John Cena's or Hulk Hogan's, but you can do this too. You know, and that's what I've always appreciated about big wrestlers and stuff like that, because mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's an inspiration to kids who are growing up and like, oh, I'm no, I'm no John Cena. I'm no Hulk Hogan. I can never be that. It's like, no. You You're don't need you. to be that. You're you can you. have that um, flavor about you that nobody else will have. What is what you have? Right, exactly. And uh, when when I first got signed, one of the guys in charge was all about covering me up. And you know, people were fighting, fighting against it. No, you shouldn't do that. He's comfortable where he is. You know, let him, let him do him. Like, and I was, I was, I didn't really have, a, I guess, a leg to stand on at that point. You know. But I was glad for those people who stood up for me because, you know, that's what I want to portray, you know, to, to young people that you don't have to have a million dollars, so-called a million dollar body to, to, to be comfortable with yourself, to be able to, to go out and express yourself, you know what I'm saying, in a way that the world can enjoy or take part in or whatever, you know what I'm saying, without feeling bad about yourself. I don't feel bad about the way I look. I look how I look. This is how God made me. And, and this is this is you know the path that that I was I I was given and, and that I've taken and you know I'm doing the best I can with it and, and you know not everybody's gonna have that perfect look so for me it's important that the chubby kids and the, the kids that are less liked because of their, their looks or whatever you know that they they feel like they they can have an avenue to to shine or to be somebody to be a star or, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and I, I think that's really important for now, especially just the way we are now in the day and age. You know, you can flip that, too, to somebody like Cheeseburger. He, he He's killing it right now. And, you know, he's not Mr. Built like John Cena or anything like that. But that's aspiring to somebody who's like, oh, I don't have muscle mass or I'm not cut, you know, just stuff like that. And I really appreciate when uh, somebody can take themselves and turn it into that character that everybody's going to cheer for. Yeah, make it work. You know, you take what you got and you work with it and you make it work. Uh, you Have you wrestled the Ring of Honor yet? No, I haven't. I uh, did a trial for them, one trial camps about four or five years ago. And, like, right after I did that camp, they used Wildman Condo a couple of times. And, and, like, a lot of people, for whatever reason, kind of got us mixed up, even though, like, he's, like, 5'5", five, five, and I'm 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> Well, the, the the reason I asked you is because I just saw I was I was going through your matches on uh, YouTube and I saw that you wrestled Moose, who came from Ring of Honor, and seeing some other people like Jimmy Jacobs and stuff like that. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Moose, our first match actually happened in Border City, 
And then uh, Moose got signed to Ring of Honor, and then we wrestled again for uh, Global Force. And, I mean, we've, we've been really all over the country wrestling each other. Yeah, and uh, that's another big guy that can move. Absolutely. And he, he, uh, to me, he doesn't have a ceiling yet. You know what I'm saying? He, he uh, has the opportunity to be something really, really special in his business. For sure. You know, and um, taking it back a little bit, you being, I know usually this starts from being a fan of professional wrestling. Who was the guy you looked up to, or the, the what what hooked you into becoming a professional wrestler? When Hogan slammed Andre, right after that was when I started watching wrestling. And my dad said, since I was about five years old, I've always said I wanted to be Hulk Hogan. So uh, I guess, you know, he's the originator of it. But growing up, I, I fell in love with guys like Vader and, and Yoko Zena and, and Cactus Jack and The Undertaker and, you know, kind of... I've kind of adopted a lot of uh, things from those guys and worked it into my my own creation, I guess. I'm gonna lie, bro. When I uh when we were uh when I was doing my homework on you, when I seen your your pictures and everything, I couldn't help it. The first thing I thought of was Black Panther, the the Jabari tribe, and Baku and all them. <laughs> like, that is that is cool. It, it's very cool. We were uh we were sitting here chanting too, like how Mbaku says. Maya Fa Yahoo to the tribe. We were like Congo Kong Yahoo, Congo Kong Yahoo. I was like, man, <laughs> that's what's up. That that can be his new thing. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> Congo Kong Yahoo. I'm like, yeah. I, if I heard that and he was looking at me, I'd be like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, with everything in your busy schedule and all that, do you uh, what what promotions do you try to keep up with? Like, you know, as a fan, as a fan, um. Realistically, like the only thing I watch, and it's only on occasion as of late, is WWE. And I'll catch, you know, Impact whenever I can, uh, only because the station that we're on doesn't air on most cable television systems. You know, you'd have to have like a the upgraded channel package in order to get it. So, you know, I'll wait till the day after or whenever and see if I can find, you know, the show online or, on, or find a mat, my match on the line or whatever. Don't tell them that. But, you know, part of that is that we have to work harder to get to a better network. So I think we are, uh, we're definitely headed in the right direction. And, you know, things have improved and done, you know, complete 180 since I've been there, I think. You know, we, we, we're uh, weeding out the ego, things like that, the cancers of what, you know, we're, we're moving in a positive direction and getting it back to its, you know, NWA TNA roots to where it was a place for, for guys that weren't known to come in and shine and build an anchor. So. Okay, because I, I remember when it started as TNA and it progressed and then it kind of fell off a little bit, then it progressed again. And, you know, I, I, I'm rooting for impact. I, I'm rooting for it just because uh, there needs to be more competition out there. Yes, there does. And, you know, Lord, that, that's why I'm loving the fact that even the independent scene is rising to what it is right now. Like, you got the High Spots Network that shows multiple promotions out there and stuff like that. And, you know, I think WWE needs the competition, but I would love just to see a company like Impact succeed. Absolutely. Wrestling was at its best when WCW was giving WWE a run for the money. And you need that competition to make sure that you are keeping things in tip-top order for your company, for your fans. You know, without WWE having anybody... Uh, chasing their their tail, they don't really have to work hard to establish anybody or or come up with great storyline or 
or anything, you know, they, they have their, their days where they're just looking to fill television and, and not really get anything over, you know, to the audience. Well, uh, we're, we're rolling down on the, our time here, but there is a game we love to play with our guests. It's a part of the show that's become a little bit popular, especially when we do it with guests. Uh, the segment is called uh, Big Daddy Goes Deep. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the response from everyone. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, where we ask uh, sex, sexual trivia questions, and you just had to answer the right one, and it, uh, Phil has already lost one to somebody, Tom I'm, Wood. I'm, I'm, one, I'm, one in, I'm one and two right now. I'm, I'm losing <laughs> to my own game, man. <laughs> All right, first question. What is a stag testicle called? Uh, Hystera, John Nidus, or Lysistrata? Okay, repeat that again. All right. Uh, <laughs> what is a stag testicle called? Hystera, John Nidus, or Lysistrata? I'll take uh, you. First one, because it's the only thing that sounds like a testicle. <laughs> uh, and you I, say, I, say, I, I say B. Uh, you're both wrong. It was Lysistrata, the last one. Well, shit. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, by stag testicle, you mean just like the only one? I, I think so, yes. That's what I was reading here, too. I'm like, that's what it says to me. Stag testicle. How did you ask the question? You don't know. You don't know. Right? See, now I'm the one getting called out here. Thanks. <laughs> Damn it, Phil. You should just not lose your own game. I know. <laughs> All right. What percentage of people like dirty talk during sex? 20%, 58%, or 60%? I'm going to go with 20. I'm going to go with 60. You are both wrong. It is 58%. Goddamn. Should have been the, that should have been the obvious one because there's only odd number in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now now I'm taking back the show. Jeez. <laughs> All right, next one. Last one. What was the world's first X-rated cartoon? Bugs Bunny, Betty Boop, or Fritz the Cat? Fritz the Cat. Yeah, I'll probably go with Betty Boop, I guess. It was Fritz the Cat. Okay. I actually won. You actually won, Phil. God damn. Now I'm going to hear all about it, and it's going to drive me crazy. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I never heard of Fritz the Cat. You know, I, maybe maybe you're just old. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, bro, I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> oh, man, this was a lot of fun, bro. And um, is there anything you'd like to plug that we can uh, get out there? Yeah, uh, if you want to reach me on social media, you know, feel free to send me a message. You can catch me uh, on Facebook under Steve Wilson or uh, Congo Kong slash the Juggernaut Osiris. Um, you know, leave me a oh, you can post on my wall or whatever, as long as it's not offensive, we won't take it down. Um, or you know, send me a message or whatever. You know, just don't be creepy. You know, because I get a lot of people who think that just because I talk to them, like I. Like the next step is marriage or something like that. Not that. <laughs> I want to be personable and reachable, you know, for my fans. That's that's where I'm going when I actually reach out. We're not best friends or anything like that. Just you know, keep that in mind. Don't be trying to Facebook call me or anything like that. Or you can catch me on Twitter at Real Congo Kong or on Instagram at Kong Osiris. And if you're uh, 
if you're a pro wrestler and you need gear, feel free to hit me up at any of those avenues. And I've been making gear since uh, 2007. So I have a little bit of experience and yeah, I know what works and, and uh, how to get certain things done and things like that. You know, you see some of my gear on TV and, you know, some major promotions around the world or whatever. Um, also, if you are an aspiring wrestler, especially if you're in the Midwest, you know, give me a, give me a holler and I might know a place or two that might uh, be looking to uh, have you as a trainee. So, Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Got to, got to, you know, have different avenues of, uh, of uh, being successful. You know, maybe, maybe wrestling wouldn't work for me, but, you know, I'm, I'm something else that, that's going to help me out, you know, help me pay bills or whatever in the sewing and then also in, in training. Dude, that is sweet, man. And I, I appreciate you, uh, getting back and saying like, yeah, well, you, uh, you want to do the podcast with us. Cause usually when we send messages out, I always wonder if that feeling of like, someone's like, who's this fucking creeper or, you know, <laughs> someone's talking to us and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's tons of creepers doing podcasts out there. So I don't know if you are or not, but I feel like, uh, any chance to, to, uh, I guess relate myself to people, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it'll put me in a better light. So people aren't so ignorant as to uh, what professional wrestling really is and, and how it really works and why, you know, there's this character who paints his face and doesn't speak and acts like he's a savage. And, you, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I want them to see that there's a human behind, you know, this madness or whatever and, and understand that this is part of professional wrestling. Hell yeah. Yeah, and once again, brother, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. We uh, really appreciate it. We're not we're not that much creepers. We will stalk you just in case. You no, know, to get a, uh, a cast, but <laughs> that's, that's about it. Put that out there, I guess. <laughs> like I said, you know, any chance to 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 re- relate myself, you know, to people is a good good opportunity. And so I, I thank you for even giving me the platform. You're very well. All right, that sounds good. Let's do it again. All right, we will, man. brother. You have a good day. All right, you too. All right, take care. Started this shit way back in the fifth grade. Hip hop wicked shit gave a scrub like me faith to impress and express all my twists and thoughts. Kill so many, but I ain't gonna get caught. Dirty player, get you in the figure four like Ric Flair. Too many rappers today need to grow a pair. Insane, been in pain for being kicked down. Under my face for being down with the clown. I don't give a fuck though, I'm a proud juggalo. Hang those haters like a coat, no coat. Straight out of the desert, the voices in my head makes it her. Telling me to kill, kill. For the bloody refill, lay down the body, use power drills, wire to my hatchet. Spread my wicked magic, I'm a real bad habit addict, and I'm slapping y'all backwards. I'm a scrum, no matter what, so shut the fuck up, ain't nothing but clown love. I'm a scrum, no matter what, so shut the fuck up, ain't nothing but clown love. I'm a scrum, no matter what, so shut the fuck up, ain't nothing but clown love. I'm a scrum, I'm a scrum. I'm a scrub, no matter what. Yeah, I'm a scrub, you know. I'm a Southwest bit, and I'm a scrub for show, man. I'ma always represent VIP, and you know that for show. I ain't lying, cause man, I'ma always do this, you know. Rapping is my whole thing, it's my whole world, oh. Cause man, I ain't never gonna stop, you know. Then the VIP come to take over the show. Making scrub the special, every track and grace. Put it down for everybody with the pain in the face. No matter what, crack. 
like a bagel, smoke a bun, show love, find a dirty hole to swallow this nut. Dealing yesterday's clothes and I am dumping, giving me just some real shit to start bumping. Ugly motherfucker, but the bitches come, oh, come around, I'm gonna stay down forever. So check out my sound, I'm a scrub, no matter what. So shut the fuck up, ain't nothing but clown love, I'm a scrub, no matter what. So shut the fuck up, ain't nothing but clown love, I'm a scrub, no matter what. Shut the fuck up, ain't nothing but clown love I'm a scrub, I'm a scrub, I'm a scrub No matter what